This is Rama for Today Radio. You can argue all day long with him whether there's a God or not, never prove to him there's a God. You can argue with him all day long and debated with him whether the Bible is the Word of God or it isn't the Word of God. It's true or it's not true. But I'll tell you the truth about the matter. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And I just said, Lord, take that verse. I didn't give him any more, but that verse is enough. Glory to God. Take that verse and open his heart. How did he get faith to be saved? I mean an agnostic, not even sure there is a God. Don't know what I believe it. Well, it was the Word that did it. And the Holy Ghost took that Word. In fact, the Word of God is already anointed. Amen. The Word of God is alive. It's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hebrews 4.12 said, the Word of God, the Word of God is quick, alive. That's what it means, quick, alive. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, ABCs of Bible Faith, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And right at first he did. He seemed like he'd humble down. He's, he's very quiet, and, you know. But he got to talking and, and it seemed like he got anointed with the wrong spirit. And he just got lit up and got to yelling and to hollering, if I go to hell, you're to blame for it. If there is a hell, I don't believe there's one. And if I miss heaven, if there is one, I don't believe there's one, you're going to be to blame for it. Because you haven't proven to me that there's a Bible, that the Bible's true. And you haven't proven to me that there's a God. Now, if you can prove to me the Bible is the Word of God and that there is a God, then I could be saved. And if there is a heaven, I could go there. And if there is a hell, I could miss it. And on and on he went. And I just, just stopped him again. Commanded him to shut up in the name of Jesus. Had to. Ask him a time or two nicely to shut up, and he wouldn't do it. So I just commanded him in Jesus' name, shut up! Had to get loud, because he's got loud. And he shut up. And I said to him again, I said, you know, the, the, our, our noon meal, we eat our main meal another day. It, my wife's wondering where I am right now, because I've run over again in my preaching. It's past 12 o'clock. And, and, and then I took up the offering. See, and I ought to be there. She's wondering right now, the meals are getting cold. I don't have time to argue and fuss with you whether there is a God or not. I don't have time to debate with you and argue and fuss about the matter whether the Bible's the word of God or not. God did not tell me to go into all the world and argue and fuss and debate with people whether there is a God or whether there isn't one. He didn't tell me to go into all the world and argue and fuss with people and debate with people whether, whether the Bible is the word of God and whether it's true or not. He just said, go preach the gospel. Just go tell them the good news. And he that believeth, see, there's going to be some of them believing. And his baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not, there's some of them that's not going to believe, are going to be damned, he said. And then I said to him again, besides that, you couldn't be saved anyway. I said, Hebrews 11:6 says, he that cometh unto God must believe that he is. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. And he that cometh unto God must believe he is. Well, you don't believe God is. You don't believe there is a God. You don't believe God is. So you couldn't come to him anyhow. Goodbye, I'll see you. And I went out that side door, got in my truck, went home. But as I walked down the side of that church to get to the, my car, my heart went out to that little fellow. 72 years old. Severe heart condition. The heart specialist is, has given up on him. He could fall dead any minute. And, and, and if he falls dead any minute, 
He doesn't know God. He's going to hell. There is a hell. I know that. And so I said, dear Lord, with tears I said it. Dear Lord, the word of God said faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. At least I did give him one scripture. I gave him Hebrews eleven six. Without faith it's impossible to please him. He that cometh unto God must believe that he is. Take that verse, dear Lord, I said, and open his heart. I ask you in Jesus' name that when he sleeps, he'll dream about Hebrews eleven six. He that cometh unto God must believe he is. I ask you that if he wakes up in the nighttime, that Hebrews eleven six will be standing at the foot of the bed, staring him in the face. I ask you that in the daytime as he walks around, that Hebrews eleven six will just turn round on the inside of him. Sure enough, a couple of days later, Dr. Duffield came again. Said, Brother Hagin, that little fellow's back and he wants to talk to you. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't. He said, I'll get to you this time. He's ready. I said, all right. And he came, the fellow came just so humble, just so meek and quiet and said to him, Brother Hagin, I don't want to argue. I don't want to fuss. I don't want to debate. I don't want you to prove anything to me. He said, you know what? I said, what? He said, you know that verse of scripture you gave me? I can tell you where it's found. Hebrews eleven six. <laughs> I can tell you what it said. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is. And that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. And he said, you know what? I said, what? Why, he said at night, the last two nights, Nearly all night long, I dreamed about that verse. <laughs> Two or three times he said, I woke up, and it seemed like that verse of Scripture was standing at the foot of the bed, staring me in the face. <laughs> and the last two days walking around, wherever I am, that just seemed to be churning around on the inside of me. And he said, I thought about it. Well, I want to come to God. And the, the Scripture said, he that cometh unto God must believe he is. And so if I want to get to God, I've got to start believing he is. He said, I want you to know, sir, I believe God is. I believe there is a God. I believe God is. Now he said, tell me what to do next. Why, in a few moments time, we had him born again. Hallelujah. A little later on, I laid hands on him. He's baptized. The Holy Ghost began speaking with other tongues. I laid hands on him and ministered healing to him. We closed the meeting and went our way. The next year, January of 1957, we were back in the same church. Only difference is Dr. Duffield had gone to Vancouver, B.C., uh, Canada, and was pastor of the first four-square church there, and we'd been up there and preached for him for three weeks. And now then, uh, Brother Johnson was pastor of this church. And so we, we got there, and we stayed in the pastorate with the pastor and his wife, my wife and I, and one of the first things Brother Johnson said to him, said, Brother Hagin, now, of course, he wasn't there last year, but he knows about it now. He said, the little fella uh, that... Uh, and he called his name that got saved last year. You know him? I said, uh, I don't know who you're talking. Oh, he said uh, he had a severe heart condition. He was an agnostic. Oh, I said, yeah, I remember him. I remember him. Well, he said he got saved here and baptized with the Holy Ghost. And he got healed. He went back to the same heart specialist. And he couldn't find a thing wrong with his heart. In fact, he said, you've got a brand new heart. He said, that doctor told him, said, I'll tell you one thing. Somebody up there likes you. Well, he said, uh, right on the same street, just two blocks down the street was Assembly of God Church. Said he went down there and joined the Assembly of God Church. Didn't bother the four-square pastor at all. You know, we oughtn't to be so concerned where folks go as long as we can get them in the kingdom. 
I said, we ought to be out for the kingdom. The kingdom of God, hallelujah. But he said, he goes down there to church and he said, but he called me and, and told me about his testimony and he wants to see you. I said, fine, fine, fine. And so we saw him and fellowship with him and he's still on fire for God and in health, hallelujah. Well, you see, that was an unusual experience, but it's absolutely the truth. You can argue all day long with him whether there's a God or not, never prove to him there's a God. You could argue with him all day long and debated with him whether the Bible is the word of God or it isn't the word of God. It's true or it's not true. But I'll tell you the truth about the matter. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And I just said, Lord, take that verse. I didn't give him any more, but that verse is enough. Glory to God. Take that verse and open his heart. How did he get faith to be saved? I mean, an agnostic, not even sure there is a God. Don't know what I believe it. Well, it was the word that did it. And the Holy Ghost took that word. In fact, the word of God is already anointed. Amen. The word of God is alive. It's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hebrews 4.12 said, the word of God, the word of God is quick, alive. That's what it means, quick, alive. Amen. Sometimes, you know, somebody said, well, I cut my, my, my fingernail, you know, down to the quick, you know. Well, you're cutting your nail, you got down there, you know where there's alive, where you felt it, you see. And so that's what it means, quick. He, uh, the word of God is quick and powerful. It's quick, it's alive and powerful, and sharper than a two-edged sword, dividing asunder of spirit and soul. And that one little verse I gave him, got down there, bless God, and divided asunder his spirit and soul, over in his soul was his intellect arguing and a fussing, but it divided his spirit from his soul and his spirit, bless God, came to know God. Can you say amen? amen. Well then, how does faith come to be filled or baptized with the Holy Ghost? Same way it comes to be saved by hearing what the Word of God has to say on the subject. You know, in my own individual case, I was saved, and you know, I, I never, the thought never occurred to me to doubt when it comes to salvation. Now, why? Well, I'd heard it preached all my life. I've gone to Sunday school and church all my life. I cannot remember the first time I ever went to church. I, I have no recollection in my lifetime of not going to church. I can't remember the first time I went to church. I just brought up in church. I can't remember the first time I prayed. I prayed all my life. Now that don't make you a Christian because you went to church and because you prayed. Because I prayed and I prayed every night. I said my prayers and even read the Bible. But on the bed of sickness at 15 years of age, I come to find out I've never been born again. I got born again. But when I did call upon the Lord, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The thought never occurred to me, he might not hear you. Now why? I had heard all my life the scriptures on the subject. And I believed them. And so the thought, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know how to relate to people that have so much doubt about, about, about salvation. And then after they got saved, the thought has never occurred to me in 50 years, 51 years. I was born again this past April the 22nd, 51 years ago. Hallelujah, in the south bedroom, 405 North College Street, Saturday night, 20 minutes to 8 o'clock. And from that day to this, in 51 years, the thought never occurred to me you might not be saved. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you're going to hear today. 
visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We're starting out the new year with a remarkable package that will bless you throughout the year. The All Study Course Package. This package includes four of Kenneth E. Hagen's books, the Bible Faith Study Course, the Bible Prayer Study Course, the Holy Spirit and His Gifts, and also the Bible Healing Study Course. All this for a discounted price of $45.40. That's almost $20 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, you know, you can go to rhema.org mm-hmm. and find out anything uh, about us. That's and right. There's our online bookstores there, mm-hmm. uh, all the information about who we are and what we do. Uh, the Word of Faith magazine is there. Yes. You can download it or you can read it online. You have access to past Rhema Praise programs, uh, conferences and videos. Also, hey, we have a Roku channel that you can go to and watch all kinds of things right. on that channel. And we there. also have a Rhema app yes. on your iPhone or Android. And you can go there and see our past conferences, our services that are online and, as and well. You, you can go to Rhema.org, but you can go to Rhema.tv and see our live church services from right, right here. On Sunday morning at, at 10 a.m. Yes. And Sunday evening at 6. And Wednesday evening we have Hour Power at 7. And That's we right. have a whole lot of people. That's their church. And so we have a lot of fun. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.